Need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Festive in the Publix Holiday Headquarters studio at WSB. This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Melinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. Sponsored by Granite Transformations. Done in a day. Beautiful for life. And welcome to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. It is an absolutely gorgeous Saturday out there. I hope you're enjoying every minute. Take WSB with you wherever you go, um, because you're not going to want to miss this half hour. It's going to be informative and entertaining, entertaining, just like every segment on Atlanta Living. Okay, we've never done this before. Hopefully, it's going to be a regular feature, uh, kind of. We're still developing what we're going to call it. Uh, he said, she said, with a twist, car chat. It's a mother-son uh, duo who uh, they've started a column about uh, car chat. And the son is a big gearhead. And uh, the mother, not so much. And so it's Jan Schroeder. Uh, one of my favorite people in the world. Um, she normally does a lot of travel tips here with me in the studio. But her son, Chris Schroeder, is a big... Sorry, Bush. Chris Bush. Chris Bush. Okay. Bush. Um, Chris Bush is a big gearhead. So, Chris, what what age? I mean, was it your Hot Wheels that got you into cars well it was i was in high school and my stepdad chris schroeder had been nice enough to donate his uh 2001 gray toyota camry to me wow and uh at the time i didn't really think about upgrading any fancier cars it was kind of relegated to my fate and uh this car for me was about as exciting to operate as a toaster (laughs) (laughs) meaning it didn't have a lot of bells and whistles or or what uh, you just put your foot down and it would go if it felt in the mood. Um, but once I realized by about junior year of college, I'd raised enough of my own money, just in internships and small things here and there that I knew I wanted to upgrade and get a nicer car. Um, so I would go to CarMax and I couldn't stop test driving cars. I just wanted to know. Oh, you're a professional uh, test driver. Yeah. I ended up test driving 22 cars before I, what? Up, before I bought the uh, car I have now. Which is what? It is a 2008 Lexus IS350, and I'm absolutely still in love with it. IS350. So is that a sedan? It is. I call it a three-seater because I pull my my seat all the way back because I'm six foot three and I don't really fit in the car. Um, but <laughs> so yeah. I guess looks over function, huh? Well, oh uh, yeah, over function. It's still pretty comfortable and uh, it's nice and fast and it's black as uh, Henry Ford intended. And yeah, just love the car. And I've been a complete gear nut ever since, so uh, I'm the source of car advice for all of my friends and all of their friends. Well, I'm in the market for a car, so I'm going to pepper you throughout the show and probably 
next few weeks about buying a car. But okay, Jan, um, what do you know about cars? Well, Belinda, my car is black and it's a Toyota. And when I press on the pedal, it goes. And that's about my knowledge of cars. I am not a gearhead like my son. But we thought it'd be really fun for us to review cars together because we do bring such a different perspective to it. And interestingly enough, women are actually overtaking men as drivers. In the past two years, more women have driver's license than men for the very first time. And this, I was reading an article in Forbes from a couple of years ago, and 80% of car buying decisions are influenced by women. So we may not know as much about cars in a lot of cases, but we do influence the decisions. And there are some things that we like about that we like in cars. I'm sure you have a few things that you look for. I do. And I've been kind of perusing um, the internet. And I guess that's the way car buying is going right now. Right, Chris? Uh, just you look first on the internet. Absolutely. Everyone is now an informed consumer because we have all these resources available to us, whether we're buying um, Christmas presents on Amazon, the newest electronic, and of course a car, which could be you know tens of thousands of dollars. We want to see what everyone else is saying about those cars. And you can almost custom build your car on the internet. You can say, I want this color. I want this seat color. I want this amenity. I want these seat. You can build your car on the internet and then it tells you how much it's going to be, uh, the price, the this, that, and the other based on what you've put together on the internet. But I, uh, my, my must-haves, and you know, I'm such a girl, um, I have just like very limited colors that I like. It can be white. It can be a light gray. It can be a dark gray. I might do black. Um, that just shows scratches and dirt so easily that it's kind of, hmm, I don't know. But that's my color palette. Don't give me a bright blue or dark blue or red or yellow or any color because I'm going to tire of it way too fast. But it has to have, has to have, has to have leather seats. I have two young children and that is a must, whether I do aftermarket leather or if it comes with leather. And it has to have the best backup camera known to man or trust me, um, all of you are in jeopardy and uh, roof racks and those are my criteria well that narrows it down to uh just about every car on the market nowadays um i want to say backup cameras are now mandated by the national highway safety administration for newer models i'm not 100 percent certain they are i think they're strongly encouraged but they're almost omnipresent in newer cars especially luxury models um looking at colors again that narrows it down to about every car manufacturer out there um but I guess that yellow Porsche Boxster we got you for Christmas. We'll oh, well, you know. We'll take that it. one back. It's in the parking lot with a ribbon on it, Melinda. Well, I won't be an ingrate. I will go ahead and take it. <laughs> so, uh, Chris, uh, what is the latest car that y'all have test-driven and reviewed? Sure. We were fortunate enough to get a 2015 Lexus RC350 F Sport, which is a car that I was excited to drive, especially because it's the um, not only the successor to the SC430 Lexus, the uh, popular hardtop convertible. I see a lot of those around Atlanta. Um, but also the coupe version of the IS. So, it so was this is a sedan or small. It's not the SUV. It is a coupe. So two it's doors, okay. four seats. Mm -hmm. Okay, go ahead. Sure. And um, my, in a nutshell, I absolutely adore the car. I was 
really impressed by how Lexus has integrated smart suspension. So it's got multiple suspension settings. You can keep it nice and soft, so you can roll over um, construction areas, or you can tighten it up so you can wind around mountain roads like uh, my friend and I did. And um, the car is astoundingly beautiful from the outside. So I drove it through Midtown on a Saturday morning, and nowadays in Midtown, now that we're out of the recession, every stoplight has a Tesla, a Ferrari, um, a Mercedes yeah. AMG, some kind of eye popper. But Everyone wanted to look at this car. It Is it just, pretty sexy? It's pretty sexy. Okay, so you know I do like to be noticed in the car. I um, I was in a parade and Jim Ellis Mazda let me have um, a Maserati for two days to drive in this parade, and I enjoyed the heck out of every second I was in that Maserati because I like the looks of people that you know were like, "Ooh, look at that chick in the Maserati." Okay, did you drive the that Lexus, Jan? I did, and I actually judged it on different criteria than my son because he understands what's under the hood, but I look at the girly things like you were talking about, Belinda. And to your point just there, I kind of do like people to look at me in my car, and as a middle-aged woman, you know, we Heck don't yeah. always get that attention. And, you know, I like when people look at me in my car for a reason other than the fact I love my cuppy, coffee cup on top of it. <laughs> yeah. So I really enjoyed that about the car. And another thing I looked at is how many bags can I fit from Target in the trunk? And these are things that we talk about in our column, which is on your website, and we're calling it Along for the Ride. So, you know, we're moms. We have to be practical. We go to Target. We go to Costco. How many of those bags when we get really, uh, let's say we spend a little more than we planned? Which you always do at Target and Costco. You know, how much can you fit in the truck? And that part's important, too. And then I look at um, what, what was the makeup mirror like? You know, can I put my, can I put my lipstick on? To, you know, to, is there a place to hold my cell phone? And one other thing I wanted to look at is can I get out of the car in a skirt? You know, I don't want to pull a Britney Spears when I'm getting out of the car and embarrass myself in front of the valet parker. Yeah, is it really low? This one was a little bit lower for me. I could do it. Of course, I actually don't wear a skirt, you know, a lot of times in my <laughs> yoga pants, so it's okay. But it's just something to consider. Okay. So it is a two-seater. So how – you have a trunk. You don't have a back, right? Is it a two-seater? Three-seater. You're calling a, it a three. It's a four-seater. Four-seater. Mm-hmm. Okay. But a two-door. Correct. Okay. Uh, so what was the trunk space like? It was great, and it had a little net in it. So what did you call it? My son knows the name of it. What was that called? Like a It's a cargo net. Cargo net. And it actually held wrapping paper just perfectly because I had some it, – it's just long and narrow, and you can put things in there. Or like with when you get your X numbers of bottles of wine at Costco, yeah. you can put them in there, and they won't rattle around as much. And that was very important to that's me. Very, that's brilliant. Okay, Chris, I saw something. I'm putting you on the spot. I saw this guy get his takeout food, and he opened the trunk, and from the trunk lid popped down this little shelf that had a container perfectly sized for a takeout container, and it held it and then secured it so when it shut, it would be flat, and I was just in awe. And I didn't see the make or model of the car. Does that ring a bell at all? It sounds like something Mercedes might think of. Okay. Maybe Lexus. Um, It was sitting in front of Roger's Cleaners. If the gentleman knows, (laughs) if if you have that car 
tell me what kind of card it it was brilliant it was just the size of a takeout container and it he, he put his chinese food in there uh fastened it and it doesn't smell up your car and it, it doesn't spill and i was like god that's brilliant yeah not uh nothing comes to mind i i need to, we need to start buying takeout when we review cars and try exactly. to stick them in places see where it fits yeah and just like stick some takeout, stick some pox stickers in the car, and just judge how smelly the car <laughs> is. How the smelly and how it rides home. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to come back in just a moment with more car chat with Chris Bush and Jan Schroeder, mom and son car chat. He said, she said with a twist, but we need to give away the weekend prize pack, the McDonald's weekend prize pack. As soon as I find it. Oh, here we go. Okay. This is a family four-pack of tickets to an upcoming Atlanta Gladiators game to uh, the Infinity Energy Arena and a fresh-cut Christmas tree, courtesy of Pike Nurseries, and a McDonald's $25 arch card and a family four-pack of tickets to see the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra's performance of a very merry holiday pops concert. So all of this goes to caller number three to 40474. 410750. That's 404 Car chat coming your way next. Stay tuned. Now more of Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. And thank you, Scott. You're listening to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton, and we are talking cars with uh, my gearheads mother-son duo team, Jan Schroeder and Chris Bush. Now, Chris is the gearhead. Jan, well, she's the typical female that gives her perspective. You know, do the Costco bags fit in the trunk? Um, do you look good when you pass by the mirrored buildings in Midtown Atlanta? <laughs> Does the makeup mirror look good? Um, but Chris, what are the tips uh, on buying a car right now that can make it more simple and not the pain in the neck because i am dreading 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 buying a car right now (laughs) sure so when it came down to me i going into test driving cars i wanted to i had a couple things in mind a couple cars in mind but i ended up test driving like i said over 20 cars now that's obviously an extreme but what i really recommend is that everyone spends as much time in as many cars as possible because while you can read car columns and reviews and critics and you can objectively rate certain cars better than others they're all at the end of the day they all have four wheels they all have they're all safe they all have um, some basic technology so what it really comes down to is the relationship that you have with the car because sometimes you'll just get in a car and it might be fourth or fifth on consumer reports best whatever Mm -hmm. but it'll just feel right and you won't want to get out of that car so my advice is to go to the used car dealers Go to Auto Trader, go to CarMax, and just spend as much time in as many different cars as you can. Okay. Folks, you can find their article on my website, BelindaSkelton.com, and then it has a link to their respective sites. That's uh, Jan Schroeder and Chris Bush. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having us. Okay. We're going to hear more from them down the road, so stay tuned. Look for that. Coming up next, we're going to speak with my friend, Corey Holtzberg about self-publishing and children's books. 
This is News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And this is Atlanta. The food, the wine, the entertainment, the lifestyle. This is Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living, sponsored by Vane Innovations. Hey folks, Belinda Skelton here, and you're listening to Atlanta Living. I'm in the studio today with one of my co-workers that I dearly love, Corey Holtzberg. And for years, I've heard him talk about, I'm writing this children's book, Belinda. I can't wait for the first edition to be out so you can read it. So finally, several months ago, he came to me and he handed me glossy paperback gorgeous book called the goulash gang now that's what the series is named the 12 books but the first one's called the case of the missing bone now Corey holtzberg the author of this series thanks for joining us Corey. thank you for having me i really appreciate you doing this now of course i mean i'm a big fan of your work in the production studios you take my voice and you make me sound a lot better than i actually <laughs> am but children's books you know if you were writing some sexy sultry books you could make a lot more money right but why children's books well it's it's kind of an interesting story how it came together so my whole career i've been in in radio and i've been kind of behind the scenes writing and producing commercials and voicing and things like that so i learned early on that i love to write And I also learned at a very early age that I love animals. Growing up, I had a brother who was allergic to everything under the sun, severe asthma, allergies, and everything. So we were never allowed to have pets growing up. And so I always knew when I got off on my own that I was going to adopt cats, dogs, whatever I can get my hands on just because I'm an animal lover. So I graduate college. I adopt my first two dogs, uh, Zach and Nisi, chicks. Um, and they were a chocolate lab and a black lab. And Belinda, they were my world. I mean, they were my best friends. We did everything together. And so fast forward 12 years, I ended up losing them. And it devastated me. I mean, I don't think I've ever cried so hard in my life about anything. And so I had this huge void in my life. And I was like, gosh, I need to do something with this. I need to find a way to keep their spirits alive and and kind of preserve their memory. And so I was just sitting there one night, and it's a true story. I just said, man, why don't you write a kid's book? You love writing. You love creating. You love voicing. You love animals. Why don't you make, you know, all of your pets the main characters and create a children's series that teaches life lessons to kids? So I did. And I actually went the self-publishing route. Which most new authors these days have to do. Well, It's so, I don't want to say it's so affordable and it's so easy to do now, but I found a phenomenal uh, group up in Alpharetta and they're called Book Logics. And um, what they are is they're they're kind of like an a la carte uh, publishing house. So Mm -hmm. you can come in with just your script and say, okay, here's my script. Can you help me find an illustrator? I want an audiobook. Can you help me do, you know, so you can come in and basically pick whatever you want them to do. So like I, in my situation, I already had my artwork. I already I had the audio. I had the stories written. So what I needed them to do is my copyrights. So like they can do your copywriting for you. They can get your little ISBN numbers and your little barcodes so you can sell okay. it in stores. They get you onto the Amazon.coms. And Which the has and to be very important. Yes. 
so they don't sell books. And I don't know how to do any of that stuff. So this, I just kind of went in and said, okay, I want you to do this service, this service, this service. And they were phenomenal. They built my website. They got me on to barnesandnoble.com and amazon.com and some other online retailers. So um, they were just phenomenal. Um, if you, I'm telling you, if, you've, if you're thinking about writing a book or you're in the process, um, Book Logics in Alpharetta was amazing. They were so much fun to work with. And uh, so, yeah, now the books are up and running and we've been selling them for about four months now. And I should also tell you um, that proceeds from every book sold, I donate back to the animal rescues that I got my animals from. So what storyline did you go with when making the book? So it's going to be a series of 12, the Goulash Gang, the first of which is the case of the missing bone. Have you picked a storyline for each 12, and what's kind of the underlying theme? Well, all my books are based on true stories. So the first book, The Case of the Missing Bone, is about my black lab chicks. And when we were living out in Colorado, uh, I had these two neighbors that lived on either side of me, and they both had dogs, Duke and Harley, and they were friends of my dogs. Well, one morning I went out onto my back porch and I noticed in like the far corner of my porch, there was this pile of dog toys. And I I went over and I'm looking at them and I'm like, gosh, I don't remember buying these. Like, where did these, where did these come from? Well, a couple days later, I'm sitting in my kitchen and my dog was out in the yard. And all of a sudden I see Nisi chicks coming from my neighbor's yard with a mouthful of toys into my yard and she would put them in the pile and then she would stand there and wag her tail as fast as she could and she'd be all excited looking at me like dad look what i just did and i was like wow chicks you're a thief (laughs) so anyway that's where i got the 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 idea for my first story so the first story is about um taking something that doesn't belong to you and learning the importance of being honest and doing the right thing and um the value of friendship and so i just i They've gave, they gave me so much material over the you know twelve years that I had them that it was so easy to draw you know and kind of spin them into stories. So that's kind of how the first book came about. So uh, was it a popular dog in the neighborhood since um, it was kind of a. The thief of the neighborhood? Oh, she was a legend. <laughs> I mean, if you mention the word chicks to any of my friends, we still laugh about her. Okay, are you a character in the book? I am. I do the voice of Zach, who is my chocolate lab. Mm-hmm. Um, in this book, I do the voice of Zach. In some other books, I do you know some different voices and stuff. Um, but Zach is my voice in, in this particular Okay, book. can you go from Corey to Zach real quick? Can you give me some Zach? Oh, absolutely. I'd be glad to put on my Zach voice. Uh, Zach's the leader of the group. He's kind of an older gentleman. Uh, sounds a little bit like this. I've actually got a little section here we can play if you want. Dad calls us the Goulash Gang. Why? It's kind of a long story. So make yourself comfortable. My name is Zach, and this is my sister Marley. We also have two more sisters named Chicks and Maddie. We're one big, happy family, but we all came from different backgrounds. So Dad says we're like a big old pot of goulash. Oh, Corey, that's hysterical. (laughs) Well, I've gotten such a kick over the years. Watch this process grow with you. Yeah. That I'm so proud of the success that this has brought. Thank you. And just mentioning it, um, you know, on the air a few times and and seeing the success that it's brought you and you doing this all yourself. It's incredible. It's it's. 
it's been quite the journey. And, you know, when you're doing the self-publishing thing, it's not that it's super expensive, but you have to pay for your artwork. You have to yeah. pay for, you know, I like my situation, I did an audiobook, So I had to pay for the music licensing and, and uh, all the different voice actors and getting the name, the goulash gang, the trademark. That cost money, you know, and then, of course, the publisher charges their rates and stuff. So, um, you know, I've just been chipping away at it a little bit at a time over the years. And, you know, I tell my parents this all the time. When I grow up, I want to write children's books. Like, that's all I've ever wanted to do is write children's books. And if you could see Corey, he is this ball-headed, bearded, (laughs) rough tumble you the last thing that you would think Corey would do is write a children's book you look like you're about to get on the back of a harley and ride <laughs> off but you are the biggest teddy bear i've ever seen thank you for saying that thank you for saying that so what i want this to do is really um a get out the message that for the holidays this is a great book to pick up and start your collection of the goulash gang and we would so appreciate it uh, if you want to learn more about the book, too, I should tell you, uh, you could visit our website, thegoulashgang.com. That's G-O-U-L-A-S-H gang.com. Uh, and you can buy the book there, too. And, of course, it's uh, Barnes & Noble. It's available at Barnes & Noble. Yep. Amazon.com. Uh, the Case of the Missing Bone by Corey Holtzberg, and that's H-O-L-T-Z-B-E-R-G. And uh, then also, all you budding writers out there, don't be frightened by publishing your own book, by self-publishing. You know, it used to be this stigma years ago that if you've self-published, it was because you were a loser and nobody wanted to publish you. Right. Now, everybody self-publishes. Yeah. And the game has really changed. What I learned through this whole process is before, you'd have to wait for a publisher to pick you up and then you they help market you and get you out there. Now, it's a big game of... Um, I'm actually reading this book called The Platform, and it teaches you about marketing in today's world. Mm-hmm. So like before, you used to have to wait in a publisher's line to get picked up. Now, you can go self-publish, get yourself a Facebook page, and start driving all sorts of traffic to your to your cause. And then the next thing you know, you're getting all these followers, and books are selling. And so it's, it's much easier to do now, yeah. I guess. And the other thing I should tell you, it's an audiobook series. So you actually get a book, and then inside the book, um, there's a code. And you go to thegoulashgang.com and enter your code. And then you can download the audio portion of the book. So you can actually read and follow along, you know, as you're listening to the audio. The other thing I should tell you is um, I wrote each book like a little screenplay. So if, like, if you look at the book, um, you'll see there's like a little picture of a character and in their lines, and then there's another picture of a character and their lines. And the reason we did that is so that kids can make these books interactive. So let's say they want to get together with their friends and, you know, Johnny wants to act out being the character Zach and then Annie wants to, you know, be Mo or whoever. So you can get together with a, a group of your friends and each take a character and act out the books together. Oh, that's so, great. Yeah. So it's um, it's it's not your traditional book. And like every single book is written like a little screenplay. So kids can take it and act it out with their friends. And, and then by the end of the story they've hopefully learned something and they take something with them and 
Oh, so, Corey, you put a lot of thought and effort in this, and it truly shows. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about the case of the missing bone and self-publishing and give you a little snippet about how that sounds. You're listening to Atlanta Living, only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Depend on it. From the best places to dine out. Those toilets are awful. I know. To the secrets of throwing a great party. Who doesn't love bacon? It's the new Belinda Skelton's Atlanta Living. There is so much about wine right now. On WSB. And welcome back to Atlanta Living. I'm your host, Belinda Skelton. And we're back with one of my favorite co-workers, Corey Holtzberg. And he has um, started writing a series of children's books titled The Goulash Gang. And the first one that he's just finished, The Case of the Missing Bone. And Corey, why did you name the whole series The Goulash Gang? Well, I came up with the name The Goulash Gang because... Um, Several years ago, when I first started in radio, and I was, you know, when you first start out in radio, you're moving a lot. You know, you sign a contract with a station, you work there a couple of years, and then you move on. And so every place that I would move, I would adopt a dog or a cat. And over the course of several years, I had adopted this whole family of animals that came from all these different states, all these different situations, different backgrounds. And we became this one big melting pot of a family. So I just started calling them the goulash gang. I don't know where I got that name from. Um, but it's also, you know, a representation of my real life because like I'm Jewish and I married a Southern Baptist, There so, you go, which is a great <laughs> Keep story, <it> going. <laughs> which is a great story for another day. So what, what I, what my whole mission for this, this book series is there, there's a lot of kids out there like my son who are, you know, in families with mixed marriages, mm-hmm. whether it's interracial, different religions, whatever. And it's just, it, it's becoming more common. And what I really wanted to do with this book series is teach kids that, you know, it doesn't matter what mommy is or what daddy is or where you come from or what your background is that, you know, you're, you're going to be accepted in this in this little group. Mm-hmm. Well, I love that each book tells um, a story with a with a nice life's little lesson, what I call them, that will help kids uh, be better people when they grow up. What I really wanted for kids to to get out of my books is when they when they finish, they go, oh, I get you. Know, like a light goes off, yeah. you know, because there's so many, you know, there's so many books out there that I, I read to my son and I'm like, that's, that's it. Like I've even looked and turned it over and said, who published this? Oh yeah. <laughs> so I, I always, I, I always said when I start writing these books, like everyone's going to have a lesson in there and they're going to teach kids and they're going to walk away learning something that they can take with them in their life. Well, I'm immensely proud Thank to you. call you friend and Thank what you. you've done. And pick up The Case of the Missing Bone by Corey Holtzberg. And it's one of those gifts you'll be proud to give. Thank you, Belinda. I appreciate it. Continued success, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to Atlanta Living, only on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 